recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Turn it on and rip the knob off. Guys, and welcome back to the Wrestling Memory Grenade, now at episode 121. So come on in, let's have some fun, as we have arrived at our final stop on the road to WrestleMania 4. Hey guys, I am your host, Ray Russell, and welcome back to the Grenade as we close out the month of March TV here for 1988 in the World Wrestling Federation. That's right, this week, and look at the final two weeks of the month of March. All the last-minute goodies to get us ready for WrestleMania 4. The review of the pay-per-view begins next week here on The Grenade. Lots of surprises, lots of guests joining the show. But before we can get there, we've got to get through the rest of March TV. And before we do that, just a quick and friendly reminder that you guys can listen to the Wrestling Memory Grenade and sister shows like the Wrestling Stoop with the legend himself, Bob Roop, the Regional Wrestling Podcast, where we talk the territories, whether it's Georgia 1981, the UWF in 1986, or Memphis 1985. Lots of things going on right now over there on the Regional Wrestling Podcast. You can also listen to Barry Rose and Captain Nick Massey and their Glory Days Grapple Concast. Barry and Nick getting ready for that big April 20th event. Hey, let's not forget about the indie show the day prior, April 19th, and a special Q&A session with Stan the Lariat, Stan the Man Hansen. How about that? Friday night, April 19th, and then April 20th, it's the Glory Days GrappleCon event. Begins in the morning, special Q&A session with Ron Simmons. Dale! And then throughout the day, you guys will be able to meet and greet, spend some time. It's not just a cattle call, guys. You don't just walk up, get an autograph, and get kicked out of the line. No, you're going to have plenty of time to stop and talk with all your favorite superstars of yesteryear and today. That's right, Stan Hansen will be back for the following day, as well as just announced the living legend Larry Zabisco going to be there. Plus the one-man gang, Al Perez, Jack Victory, Brian Adias, Missy Hyatt, Devon Dudley, Mad Maxine going to be there, legendary world-class announcer Mark Lawrence, plus current stars like recent NXT backstage interviewer Mackenzie Mitchell, Top Dalla, and even Matt Riddle going to be part of this event. Now also on the day of April 20th, there's going to be a very special Heroes of the Sportatorium panel hosted by world-class legend Mark Lawrence as he's going to be hosting a special Q&A, no holds barred guys, exploration into the legendary world-class territory with the likes of the gang, Al Perez, Missy Hyatt, Jack Victory, Brian Adias, and potentially more. I'm hearing rumors of other names floating around as they continue to add names here for this big grapple con. Again, the event starts on Friday night, continues all day Saturday, beginning at 10.30 in the morning. Ron Simmons kickoff with a Q&A session. Then it's the Glory Days convention, going to run from noon until 4 p.m. 4.30, it's the Heroes of Wrestling Sportatorium panel. And then we're not done, guys. No, 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 because once that's over, a great 90-minute session there with the Sportatorium panel, it's a shot of Jack with Jack victory. You guys can guess where we're going to go with that. In the evening of Saturday, April 20th, you're not going to want to miss it. 
Check it out now. Tickets available over at eventbrite.com. Look up the Glory Days GrappleCon and get your tickets today, guys. I strongly recommend grabbing those VIP tickets. You're not going to want to miss this event. And now getting back to the wrestling memory grenade, getting back to the WrestleCopia brand here, guys. Just want to point out, you can listen to all of those podcasts and so much more over at WrestleCopia.com. That's WrestleCopia.com and anywhere your podcast streaming needs are met from Apple to Spotify, Google and beyond. And don't forget to follow me on social media, guys. You can follow me on X, formerly Twitter, at Wrestling Grenade. That's an R-A-S-S-L-I-N Grenade. Also, follow and like me, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And while you're at it, why not subscribe to YouTube.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And last but certainly not least, I'd greatly appreciate it. I'm talking about giving that $5 all-access tier a try over at Patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. That address again, Patreon.com slash WrestleCopia, where you get so many gifts for just 5 bucks, including all of my insanely detailed show notes for every episode of The Grenade Show, plus Regional Wrestling and the Monday Warfare Podcast. You'll also get early access here to many of the podcasts on WrestleCopia, where you can listen days and sometimes as much as a week earlier than the rest of the listeners. Then from there, it's remastered versions of the earliest episodes of The Grenade Show, covering the 1989 NWA project. Includes enhanced sound quality, plus new content and conversation you've never heard before. But that's still not all. You also get digital downloads for your viewing and reading pleasure, random bonus video drops, and of course, our Patreon-exclusive watch-along series, covering many past WWF and WCW events. And you get all of that, guys, for the low, low price of just $5. No subscription. Cancel any time. Give it a try for a month. I think you're going to love all of the content that I offer. And the best part is, every penny of it goes right back here into paying the bills. So if you can, help keep the WrestleCopia Podcast Network and all of the wonderful shows here up and running for the months and the years to come. And all of that said, all of that out of the way, time to jump back into March 1988 WWF TV. The final two weeks leading into WrestleMania 4 going to knock them out here on this episode of The Grenade, and it all begins with the March 19th edition of the WWF's Superstars of Wrestling. All right, guys, away we go. WWF Superstars of Wrestling aired March the 19th, tape back March 9th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina at the Coliseum. It's Vince McMahon and Jesse Ventura on commentary. No more Bruno, guys. As we hear from Bucky Dame, the building manager over there in Winston-Salem. How'd he get a title like that with the name Bucky Dame? But he does have that managerial mustache, so that theory lives on. As we head off to the ring for our opening matchup, it's the Intercontinental Champion Honky Tonk Man with manager Jimmy Hart taking on Jim Evans. As uh, noticeably absent as of late, uh, Peggy Sue been MIA for several weeks now here with, with the Honky Tonk Man. But we get an insert promo from Brutus the Barber Beefcake who says at WrestleMania 4 Honky going to be singing the blues. Well, that was creative, Brute-Eye. As we head back to the ring, Honky Tonk with a sit-out clothesline going to set him up for the shake, rattle, and roll neckbreaker giving Honky Tonk Man the easy win 
one minute and 31 seconds. Now, post-match, Honky demanding his music to be played so that he can sing and dance for the beautiful audience here in Winston-Salem. But instead, Brutus Beefcake appears on the interview stage, informing the IC champ that he stopped his music from being played. Some head games going on here by Brutus Beefcake as he warns Honky Tonk Man they're only one week away from the barber taking his title and his hair. So quick escalation here in this feud, using the lead-in TV programs to build that anticipation and put Beefcake over as a serious challenger. Now, Beefcake, already a pretty solid name here in the WWF, but I guess they thought they needed that little extra oomph leading into the pay-per-view. And what better way, not just to promise that you're coming for the gold, but you're coming for one of the most hated heels in WWF history, you're coming to cut his Elvis-like hair. wonder what kind of money Honky would have charged for that. As we head off now to update, and Craig did George. He gives us a WrestleMania 4 rundown early in the show, even though we still have the WrestleMania report later on in the uh, program. Uh, we hear from Robin Leach talking a little bit more about that WWF title tournament. Also, Dino Bravo and Frenchie Martin, Rock Don Morocco, Jake Roberts, and Ravishing Rick Rude, all set for that championship tournament. And then we're back to the ring for the WWF Tag Team Champion, Strike Force. It's Rick Martel and Tito Santana taking on the likes of Iron Mike Sharp and John Ziegler. As we get an insert promo straight away from Demolition, they say the monsters are coming for the WWF Tag Team titles. Seven more days is all you have, Strike Force. Seven more days. Oh, the anticipation is there. You can cut it with a knife. A great line here by Jesse Ventura early on in the match. He says, some people call Mike Sharp a dirty wrestler, but I happen to know he showers three or four times a day. But um bum Of course, referencing Mike's very well-known OCD. You know, you miss jokes like this as a kid. You don't, you don't get them back in 1988, but you do today. So you got to love that Jesse Ventura putting over Mike Sharp's OCD there. He's a pretty clean guy. How dare you call him a dirty wrestler? As the champion's going to work over Big Mike early on, and then Ziggler going to tag in. That's Ziegler, not Ziggler. Sorry, guys. And uh, he's even less successful than Iron Mike was. Atrocious punching here by Ziegler, I should add. As Tito Santana pinning Ziegler with that flying forearm, a movie learned from the Mexican Football League, says Jesse Ventura, as the strike force will pick up the win, two minutes and 27 seconds. So after shocking the Hart Foundation back in October, strike force, they've had solid matches, but little in the form of challenges outside of the hearts since that time. But Demolition... They're the next step up for Strike Force here. And based on commentary, it doesn't sound like anyone expects Tito and Martel to leave WrestleMania with those belts. We'll have to just wait and see, won't we, guys? As we head off now to our first promo of the week, Mean Gene Oakland standing by with the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase. Of course, along with him is bodyguard Virgil, but also the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. Come on in, Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant, million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, of course, Virgil here with the money. Ted DiBiase in the elimination tournament to establish the undisputed World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champ you're going to be facing in round number one, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> Tough man. Tough man, big man. But Jim Duggan, when you step in the ring with the million-dollar man on March the 27th, you are standing in the way with me and my destiny. And what do you think, you, Jim Duggan, you big 300-pound cross-eyed 
inside, goof. You're a buffoon. You are out of your class when you step in the ring with a million-dollar man. You are not going to stand between me and what rightfully is mine. I have been a very patient man because I can afford to be a patient man. But time is ticking away. Time is ticking away for you, Hulk Hogan, because on March the 27th, Hulkamania is going to die. It's going to come to a screeching halt, and you know it. Hulk Hogan is a very... He's a beaten man. He's a frustrated man. Isn't that right, Andre? <laughs> is that right, Hulk Hogan? I put you down three times, and I come back again. And I will do it at round two at WrestleMania, because you're not going to make it to round four. Hulk Hogan, just remember one thing. Even the Hulk Maniac, they remember only the winners. They don't remember the losers. That's why they call you X champion all right Andre, one more right. thing one more thing what's that remember hulk hogan the whole world will be watching <laughs> i thank you very much ted dibiase and watching you to become the new world champion ted dibiase in round number one to beat hacksaw jim duggan kick it off round number two andre the giant to meet hulk hogan next sunday as part of wrestlemania 4 so ted dibiase talking the buffoon hacksaw jim duggan the first man in his way to get to that WWF title at WrestleMania 4. And then from there, Andre promising that Hulk Hogan won't make it past the quarterfinals. And Hulk will remain a former champion. Up next on Superstars, quick vignette with Vanna White with an interesting punk look hairdo here this week. It's the best way I could put it. As they cut to different dresses Vanna may wear to WrestleMania 4. Dear God, what is a woman supposed to do? What is she to wear to WrestleMania? The whole world will be watching. And then it's back to the ring singles action with the Birdman Coco Beware. He's accompanied by not only Frankie, but also the British Bulldogs joining Coco ringside here this week. And the Birdman taking on Pete Sanchez as the babyface is showing some unity here. As a trio heading to that big six-man tag at the pay-per-view, Coco starts off the match. Nice dropkick right into the face of Sanchez and a backdrop. Sees Pete almost land right on his head. From there, Birdman to the top rope with a missile dropkick. And an awesome-looking Ghostbuster. Going to give Coco the win heading in to that showdown against the Islanders and Bobby Heenan. Coco Beware scores the win, 1 minute and 50 seconds. And speaking of their opponents at WrestleMania, off we go now. Mean Gene Oakland standing by with Bobby the Brain Heenan and his Islanders. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one week away, WrestleMania 4-1. You will not want to miss Bobby Heenan. I think you've got yourself in a lot of trouble here. You and the Islanders in a six-band tag against Coco Beware and the British Bulldogs. And yes, Matilda will be back. Well, first of all, we signed to wrestle three people. We signed to wrestle Coco Beware and the British Bulldogs. We didn't sign to wrestle a rabid, vicious attack dog or some vulture that's going to be flying over that ring. No, we're supposed to be wrestling three humans. But now you're putting us at a disadvantage. You don't think these two are animals? You wait and see. All right, Bobby Heenan, you've had sticky fingers on more than one occasion. Just to let our audience know, let's take a look at this footage. Well, taking a look at that, taking a look at what you've done with Matilda, I'll tell you something, Bobby Heenan, you're unreal. What are you doing, trying to be Marlon Perkins? No, I'm not trying to be Marlon Perkins. What I'm trying to do is make a point. When these gentlemen here were wrestling the Bulldogs... That dog attacked me twice before the bell ever rang. Professional wrestling ring is no place for wild animals, even tamed animals. It's no place for animals or women. So consequently, we just took the dog out back, set it down. We don't know what happened to it. Then with the thing with the bird, the thing with the bird as I was walking by, 
Something happened on the floor there, and I was going to get papers. That's all I did. Oh, I took that bird to go get papers for it to clean up the mess that those animals leave around the ring. <laughs> you want to see a mess in WrestleMania? You're going to see a mess at the expense of the Bulldogs. Coco beware and arrest them. Six-man tag is part of WrestleMania 4. So a great follow-up to the prior match. We saw Coco out there with the Bulldogs, and now we hear from the other side of things. We see a clip shown during this promo, by the way, guys, of Bobby Heenan attempting to birdnap Frankie on a recent edition of Primetime Wrestling in a matchup involving Rick Rude and Coco Beware. Bobby says there's simply no place for animals in the world of professional wrestling. You know, if, if George Steele wasn't so long in the tooth now in this run, that last sentence, it scares me a little, but it makes a little sense. They could have slid the animal into this six-man tag had they wanted to, but I'm in full support of Coco getting the nod there. As we head off now to another vignette, this time it's Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre, this week with Jake the Snake Roberts and Damien. And I believe this is actually a replay from last week, maybe wrestling challenge. Uh, but Jake, says he's going to teach Euchre how to handle Damien. And a great reaction here from the Uke, per the Uge. Quick and to the point, just another quick vignette to pump up WrestleMania 4, and then it's back to the ring for, holy shit, for the first time in, it feels like forever, it's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat wrestling right here on syndicated TV. The Dragon taking on Dave Wagner. Wow, haven't seen the Dragon work a, a squash in quite a while. I presume it's because he's given his notice at this point with the company, but you still have to make him credible for that upcoming title tournament as whoever winds up defeating him, you want to make them a bigger deal. So, Steamer, he gets one squash match leading into the pay-per-view here as we get an insert promo from his opponent in the first round. Greg the Hammer Valentine and manager Jimmy Hart. Of course, they think they've got the win in the bag at WrestleMania. As we go back to the action, Dave Wagner clubbing the Dragon to start off the match, but the offense from there is all Steamboat. As we see a jumping karate chop and the flying crossbody. Got to get the job done here for the Dragon, scoring the win one minute and 28 seconds. Really not a whole lot to this matchup. Ricky was announced for the title tournament, but this is the first time we've seen him since that time, I do believe on syndicated TV. And sadly, it'll be the last for quite a while. As we continue on with the action here this week, it's the one-man gang with manager Slick taking on Rick Hunter. As we get an insert promo from Bam Bam Bigelow, looking forward to that first-round match with the gang, and then straight to mauling here in the ring, one-man gang destroying Hunter, delivering the gourd buster, and picking up the easy win, one minute and 19 seconds. So getting these guys a win leading into the tournament, as we can see, Ricky Steamboat, the one-man gang, and that'll continue on over the next week, week and a half. As we go off now to a very special interview, Craig DeGeorge standing by with the former WWF champion, Hulk Hogan. All right, old sir, February 5, February the 5th, certainly going down as a day of infamy for all Hulkamaniacs, and I wonder if you could please update us on the status, the status of Hulkamania. Well, brother, the status of Hulkamania, it's changed, man. Oh, how it's changed. It's changed in such a positive, such a powerful way. When I think about it, it almost blows me off my feet. First off, on the fifth, man, when I looked at Andre the Giant's eyes, man, February 5th, that is, I saw the dollar signs in his eyes. The whole world knew that he was already bought off. But what I didn't realize was the way the dollar signs gleamed so brightly. Someone else around me was paid off. Little did I know it was a referee, man. And then, the multi-million dollar man with his head cocked to the heavens, my world title around his waist. He let out a laugh 
that was heard around the world. It made millions of my little hulksters cry, brother. They shed the tears for me because they knew Hulk Hogan would never cry. But now, brother, now that the tears have cleared, when I look in the eyes of all those little hulksters, first off, I see the truth, brother. The truth that Andre the Giant has never beat me and never will. The truth that Ted DiBiase doesn't have a chance. I also see in their eyes, brother, I see the faith that if all my little hulksters keep training, keep saying their prayers, and keep eating their vitamins, when they grow up to be big hulksters, Hulkamania will live forever. But there's one more thing I see, brother. I still see those dollar signs in Andre the Giant's eyes. And when he enters that ring, March 27th in the Trump Plaza, when I see those dollar signs shining in Andre the Giant's eyes, I'm gonna prove to the whole world that when you live by the buck, you've died by the buck. And as far as a multi-million dollar man goes, you're gonna hear a laugh that's heard around the world, but it's gonna be the last laugh from all the Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> all right, Hulk Hogan, thank you And they're talking the main event back February 5. The referee was paid off, but the truth is, Andre the Giant never beat the Hulk, man. Hogan says that Hulkamania is now stronger than ever. In fact, it will live forever, dude. As he sees the dollar signs in Andre's eyes leading into WrestleMania 4, but Hulk says he's going to prove when you live by the buck, you die by the buck, brother. As we continue on now with the program, it's off to the penultimate edition of the WrestleMania 4 report. In the elimination tournament to establish the undisputed World Wrestling Federation's heavyweight champ. In round number one, top contenders, and here are your matchups. Hacksaw Jim Duggan to meet the Million Dollar Man. In that same bracket, Don The Rock Morocco to go against Canadian strongman Dino Bravo. Moving on, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to meet Greg the Hammer Valentine. In the very same bracket, Macho Man Randy Savage squares off against the natural Butch Reed. And in the final bracket of round number one, Bam Bam Bigelow to meet tons of fun, the big one-man gang. And also Jake the Snake Roberts will be going against Ravishing Rick Rude. Keep in mind, in round number two, first match out of the shoot, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. I expect a head-on collision there. Intercontinental champ is the Honky Tonk Man. He is outlandish, he is flamboyant, gregarious, and sometimes outrageous. His manager is Jimmy Hart. The honky-tonk man, very confident that he can successfully defend against the man I call the San Francisco Clipper, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. The celebrities, oh, are they going to be out? In addition to Gladys Knight of the Pips, the official presenter of the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight belt from the lifestyles of the rich and famous Robin Leach. Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White is going to be the guest timekeeper. And joining us again for WrestleMania 4, Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre as the guest ring announcer. A very important matchup involving a couple of the strongest men in any professional sport. They happen to be the ultimate warrior and the mighty Hercules. 
Warrior, the inevitable draws closer. WrestleMania 4 seems not so distant, not so far away. Sit back, Warrior. Think, dwell, and contemplate, and know my powers, know my strengths, and fear them. WrestleMania 4, you shall be mine! Hercules, obviously a very strong individual. I hope he does not underestimate his opponent. The Ultimate Warrior. Hercules, you felt the power! You felt the power that makes the skies rumble and the earth shake! Hercules and WrestleMania 4, all you have to bring is anger and frustration! I live for anger and frustration! Combat is where we'll be! WrestleMania 4! It's gonna be quite a matchup of the strong men of the World Wrestling Federation. Certainly a number of strong men have been invited to participate in the gigantic battle royal that's going to be part of WrestleMania 4 next Sunday afternoon in Atlantic City. One of them is the great veteran. I call him the pride and joy of the Southland. He's the junkyard dog. 20 big, great individuals in the ring at the same time. March 27, WrestleMania 4. 19 of them going to be tied with my chain. Too much change, you can't swim. Hillbilly Jim, the young stallions, just a ton of talent. Invited to this gigantic battle royal, including the great veteran, the king, Harley Race. Nineteen men are gonna bow. Nineteen men are gonna beg. And then the king is going to win the battle royal. In addition to individuals, tag teams have been invited for the big invitational battle royal, including the two Russian Bolsheviks, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov. You know, in the Winter Olympics, the Russians prove their superiority. And it's going to happen again in WrestleMania 4. The Russians, the Bolsheviks, was reign supreme. 20 of the very best are going to be involved in the big Invitational Battle Royal next Sunday afternoon in Atlantic City. By the way, in a six-man tag, we've seen them already in action this week. Coco Beware teams up with the British Bulldogs. Matilda will be back. Their opponents, the Islanders, and their manager partner, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Strikeforce World Tag Team Champs to defend against the awesome tandem known as Demolition. Their manager is Mr. Fuji. No home TV, closed circuit, and pay-per-view only for WrestleMania 4 next Sunday afternoon from Atlantic City. I'm Gene Okerlund. So there you have it. We learned that Gladys Knight and reportedly the Pips will perform America the Beautiful at WrestleMania. We also heard from the mighty Hercules, the ultimate warrior, couple of battle royal participants in the Junkyard Dog and Harley Race, former opponents from WrestleMania 3 there. Plus the Doctor of Style Slick standing there with Nikolai and Boris, his Bolsheviks. It all goes down at WrestleMania 4, guys. And we got one more report coming later in the grenade, so stay tuned for that. But right now, it's back to the ring. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, with Virgil and Andre the Giant DiBiase taking on Cowboy Scott Casey as the body says that Trump Plaza is now sold out and he'll be calling the event alongside Gorilla Monsoon. But with no tickets left, that means Vince McMahon is locked out. Ha! Vince informs the body that his family, the McMahons, they, they plan to be watching WrestleMania via closed circuit location at Madison Square Garden. Way to get it over, Vince. But Vince himself, he hopes to be part of the event at Trump Plaza. Jesse quips, well, I look forward to hearing about your venture to MSG. Vince McMahon, not going to make it to WrestleMania. Somehow I doubt that. 
As the match gets going, we also get an insert promo from Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He talks about Ted DiBiase. He says he's been spending too much of his time in limousines and at those fancy Dan discotheques and not enough time worrying about Jim Duggan in the first round. Tough guy. And then it's to the action. Scott Casey catching DiBiase with a couple of scoop slams early in the match, but DiBiase going to fire back with a nice stiff clothesline. Then from there, the million-dollar man taking control, eventually landing that falling back elbow drop from the middle rope, going to score the win, two minutes and 12 seconds. And then post-match, for the very first time that I recall, DiBiase going to stuff a $100 bill down the throat of one Scott Casey, adding to the character's charm here, DiBiase giving the gift of a Benjamin Franklin straight down the gullet, but then it's Virgil taking it back. How kind there, Virg, as we go off now to one final promo here this week on Superstars. Mean Gene standing by with the IC champion, Honky Tonk Man, and his manager, the Colonel, Jimmy Hart. You know about the championship elimination tournament. Let's get Naldo to the intercontinental what title matchup. Thank you. trying to interrupt. Well, he did have some stern words. Victorious hockey. earlier in the program, hockey talk, but stiffer competition oh, for Brutus the Barber. No, it's not different. There's nothing different about anything except the fact that Brutus the Barber pull. He's pulling out all the stops. He's going to any lengths now to try to upset the honky-tonk man. He knows. He knows that when he comes out and interrupts, when I'm singing my song, after I've had a chance, I hadn't even had the time to sit back and think and to, to think about how victorious that I was, how victorious I was, how victorious I can be if I'm left alone, if people will leave me alone. But no, Brutus and Barbara, you got to interrupt something. I know what you want to do. Just one week away on March the 27th, you want to do two things. You want to take the honky-tonk man's title. You want to take this belt from me. You know I'm the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time. You know that I am the greatest guitar player. You know that I'm the greatest singer. You know that I am the number one entertainer in the WWF. You know that I am the best wrestler they have to offer. So what do you want to do? You want to interrupt me. You want to go out and step all over my glory. And the second thing you're going to try to do is cut my hair. Come out and tell me you're going to give me a haircut. I'm going to do some strutting. I'm going to do some cutting. No, it won't ever happen. I'll say it. I'll say it to you loud and clear, Brutus. It will never happen. You won't cut my hair, and you will not. You will not wear this belt. This belt was made especially for the honky-tonk man, and when I leave here, I'll take it with me. And uh, as you guys expected going into that one, I see champion talking all about Brutus Beefcake. He's wanting to take the title from the honky-tonk man. Well, got news for you, Brutus. Not gonna happen. As we roll off now to the following day, Wrestling Challenge for March the 20th. Here we go, Wrestling Challenge, March the 20th, tape back March 8th, Bristol, Tennessee, at Viking Hall, it's Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan on commentary, as we head off to the ring for the Macho Man, Randy Savage, along with the lovely Miss Elizabeth, Macho going to be taking on Brian Costello here this week, as the announcers continue to sell the fact that WrestleMania 4 is indeed sold out, the only way to watch it, pay-per-view or closed-circuit TV, guys, as we get an insert promo here from Ricky Steamboat who still remembers WrestleMania number three, and now it's time for 
WrestleMania number four, so says the dragon. As Macho Man and the dragon, perhaps one more time, says Ricky. Another classic confrontation. Man, I wish. Uh, back to the action. Macho Man hitting that flying elbow drop. Puts a foot on the chest of Costello. Quick win here for the Macho Man. Match goes one minute and 37 seconds. And at this point, leading into WrestleMania, just a week out, we've heard all we can hear about all of these guys talking about those first round matches. So now they're going to start teasing about potential quarterfinal and maybe even semifinal matches. A show stealer here. The Macho Man and the Dragon could be going down a rematch from WrestleMania 3. Could happen in the quarterfinals of WrestleMania 4. And it's a match that all of us, the smart marks and the normal fans alike, like myself, a kid at the time, it was a match that we all knew, and I use air quotes there, it was going to happen. The Dragon and the Macho Man in the quarterfinals. WrestleMania, we'll see what happens next week here on The Grenade. But now it's off to a special report replay. Craig DeGeorge talking about WrestleMania 4. And then it's a quick promo. From the Birdman, Coco Beware, and the British Bulldogs once again informing us that Matilda will in fact return to the WWF at WrestleMania. And then it's off to the ring for Haku and Tama, the Islanders, taking on the duo of David Studemeyer and Mark Young. And I, I think I've mentioned this already, but Mark Young, of course, the future breakdancer with the uh, patriotic ring attire, but here in his uh, early days, rocking some generic tights here. And he's also the adopted son of one Chief J Strongbow. So a little nepotism never hurts. And if you remember back to Superstars, we saw the British Bulldogs accompany Coco Beware to ringside, showing a little unity there by the babyfaces. But here on Wrestling Challenge, Bobby Heenan decides, well, I'm going to stay on commentary. Let my Islanders do it all by themselves out there. He has confidence in his boys. And as I said, nepotism pays off here. As we see Mark Young, brand new to the business, but he's given some offense. A top rope reverse sunset flip and even a cross body block gives Young a pair of two counts on Tama early in the match. And then, well, Haku going to tag in and that, that comes to an abrupt halt. As Studemeyer also tags in, literally not only twists the wrong arm of Tama on an arm ringer, but he also does it backwards. And as you might suspect, Studemeyer immediately cut off there as Haku back in looking for his thrust kick. But as he whips Studemeyer into the ropes, Dave hits him wrong, and his head kind of bounces off the top rope, and he crumbles to the mat. Rough day for Studemeyer. I'm not really sure what's going on with him, but Haku going to cover that up with a backbreaker. And then Tama off the top rope with that big splash. Going to score the win over Studemeyer. Match goes 2 minutes and 30 seconds. The Islanders primed and ready for WrestleMania. As we head off now to Mean Gene Oakland, standing by with not only Brutus Beefcake, but then from there we're going to hear from the IC champion, Hockey Talk Man, as well. All right, we're one week away from WrestleMania 4 from Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. All the tickets are gone in Atlantic City. However, you can join us at a closed circuit location near you or on a pay-per-view basis. Gladys Knight of the Pips, America the Beautiful, are going to be kicking it all off. Come on in, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Honky Talk Fan, and a shot at becoming the Intercontinental Champion of the Gene, World. They're like a disease, Gene. They spread all over the WWF. As the barber of the WWF, I'm going to be the man. I'm gonna cut them guys right out of the picture. The belt's coming home to me, and it's all over but the crying. Boo hoo. All right, I get the point, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Earlier on, I talked to the reigning Intercontinental Heavyweight Champ, the Honky Talk Band, have got these comments. 
Uh-uh-uh. It's, it's, it's not right. It's not just right yet, Jimmy. It's not right for all of my friends and all of my fans. Seven days away, and you see I've got six on here. That means I've got six more days. I've got one each day to keep in tune, to get just right for you, Brutus the Barber. You think you're going to do some strutting. You think you're going to do some cutting. Oh, this is the one everybody wants to see. They want to see the honky-tonk man lose his ducktail. Is that what they really want? Or do they want to see the honky-tonk man lose something else? Do they want to see him lose the greatest intercontinental heavyweight championship belt held by the greatest of all time? The greatest of all the time? The greatest of all time. I think that's what they want to see. I say they. I say the people up in the executive offices of the WWF because you, Brutus the Barber, you didn't deserve this title shot. But seven days from now... You're going to get the shot. You're going to get, boom, a blast from the past. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy, let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Intercontinental Champ Honky Tonk Band to defend against Brutus the Barber Beefcake one week away from Atlantic City. I'm talking about WrestleMania 4. Well, as you guys might have expected, conflicting ideas there from the opposite sides of the IC title match at WrestleMania. Of course, Brutai, he plans to walk out the brand new IC champion. Well, Honky says... There won't be any strutting or cutting at WrestleMania. As Wrestling Challenge goes on, it's another quick vignette. Bob Euchre talking with the Doctor of Style Slick, and then back to the ring for the Mighty Hercules with manager Bobby Heenan. Hercules taking on perhaps the debut here of Reno Riggins, if not his debut, one of his very first matches in the company. I wrote, oddly, Bobby Heenan does leave commentary for Hercules, but not the Islander. Perhaps the brain fears Reno here. Be wiser to fear Vegas. As we get an insert promo during this matchup from the Ultimate Warrior, UW says he lives for anger and frustration, so bring it at WrestleMania, Hercules. Ah! Ultimate Warrior finally channeling his inner warrior promo as of late. As we get some very loud weasel chants in this matchup, Hercules going to toss the newcomer all around the ring, manhandling poor Reno Riggins before we get a nasty clothesline and the torture rack backbreaker. Going to put Riggins away, 2 minutes and 30 seconds. As we're off now to Mean Gene Oakland, standing by with the WWF Tag Team Champion Strike Force, and then we'll hear from the other side, Axe and Smash Demolition. All right, WrestleMania 4, one week away, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. All of the tickets are gone at Trump Plaza in Atlantic City. No home television. However, you can see this spectacular at home on a pay-per-view basis, or, of course, at a... Local closed circuit venue near you. Strike Force, Rick Martell, and you, Tito Santana, your biggest title defense ever against Demolition. Without a doubt, Mean Gene, and while Demolition and Mr. Fuji have been telling us what they're going to do to us, we have been getting ready for you, Demolition. Get ready for a hell of a fight, baby. Rick Martell, you've got to share thoughts with us regarding this big one. Yes, we're definitely impressed with Demolition and Fuji, but you know, we're not scared. We're not going to run away. The title's on the line, and WrestleMania 4, Strike Force will be there. Away, strike force to meet the demolition. Speaking of demolition, I spoke with them earlier. Well, strike force, the time is getting very near, and we've done our talking. You look at Master Fuji's eyes, and when he's standing ringside, you really look close because when he sits and smiles, Axe and Smash are gonna tear your heads off. One week away, Axe, from potentially yeah. being the world tag team champion. That's right, strike force, seven more days. Seven more nights of nightmares. Seven more mornings of waking up in a cold sweat. And you're right. You better show up in Trump Plaza Atlantic City because if you don't, 
demolition, we're gonna come to your house and beat you up. You know something? There's an old saying. This one's for you, Tito. This one's for you, Martel. There's no place to hide. Remember, boys, this is not gonna be pretty. This is not gonna be a wrestling match. This is gonna be war. Thank you, along with manager Mr. Fuji, demolition challenging the strike force. One week from now, WrestleMania 4, you can see it at home or at a closed circuit venue near you. Well, the champions say they're not intimidated by the monster demolition, but the demos declare war and are coming for the gold. Another Vanna White vignette as she continues to ponder what will she wear at WrestleMania, guys. We'll have to wait and see. And then it's back to the ring tag team action. Going to see the Slickster out there with his men, the one-man gang, and the natural Butch Reed. They're going to take on the duo of Mike Richards and Eric Cooper. As we're going to insert promo from Slick heading into this matchup, more hypothetical tournament matches here. What if both of Slick's men face one another? One-man gang versus Butch Reed. Slick says, we'll just have to wait and see. So they continue to tease potential future round matches, and I like it. You can't promise it to the fans, but you sure can tease it in these what-if scenarios. And then it's back to the action as the heels with a methodical beatdown of Eric Cooper here. Finally, Mike Richards going to tag in, eats a butchery clothesline, and then it's the one-man gang and his master blaster, the gourd buster on Richards, scoring the win for the heels. Two minutes and 38 seconds, giving them both another win heading into the big tournament. And speaking of talent headed for the tournament, up next, Jake the Snake Roberts battling Tom Stone. As we're going to insert promo here from the Snake Man talking all about WrestleMania, he and Damian looking forward to taking it all. And this week, it's uh, Roberts with one of his uh, squash matches where he likes to allow the job guy, the majority of the offense, only to land a short arm clothesline and plant stone with that DDT at the end, simply to prove that all he needs is that one move to get the win. Jake Roberts going over at two minutes and 19 seconds, and Tom Stone going to meet Damian after the match. As we go off now, Craig DeGeorge standing up there on the platform. Special interview with the Million Dollar Man and Andre the Giant. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just one week away from the extravaganza in Atlantic City. One week from WrestleMania 4 at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And please join me in welcoming my guests, the bodyguard Virgil, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and of course, the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. Gentlemen, of course, our focus, the championship elimination tournament. 14 top contenders here, two of them. For Ted DiBiase, your first round matchup to kick off the championship elimination tournament, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, when you step in the ring with Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, you're stepping right out of your class. Not you, Duggan, or anybody else is going to stand in the way of destiny. That's right, destiny. And it is my destiny to be the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. I said it a long time ago when I first came here that that belt, that gold championship belt, would be around my waist. And everything that I said that I would accomplish since I've been here, I've done. I've knocked them down one at a time. And I'm the only man that has ever accomplished the feat in four and a half years, Hulk Hogan, you held that championship. And for the first time in that length of time, you are no longer the champion. All those Hulkamorons out there, all those little kids that have looked up to you and idolized you all that time, they have no faith in you anymore, Hogan. 
because you're a loser. You're a beaten man. You're a defeated man. You're a frustrated man. And you are a loser, Hogan. We can hear the chants, Million Dollar Man. Hogan, Hulk Hogan, for you. Hello, can you know who I'm too, Hulk Hogan? It's me against you again. But just remember one thing. I'm still undefeated. I'm the only wrestler still undefeated. But the people, they still call you. And after WrestleMania 4, they will still call you the ex-champion. Because you're not going to make it to the World 4, Arcogan. And I will still be the ex-champion. Remember that. As they continue to alternate these special interviews between DiBiase and Andre and Hulk Hogan on syndicated TV. So this week it was Hogan on Superstars, DiBiase and Andre on Challenge. Next week they'll flip-flop that. And they've been doing that. They did that the last couple of weeks as well. So it's getting a little redundant. They can only say so much, but they, they put Hogan and DiBiase out there and Andre, arguably the top three favorites to win the tournament. They're giving them all the live promo time leading into the event all March long. As we go off now to another WrestleMania 4 report, we hear from Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Greg the Hammer, Valentine, Don Morocco, and even the Macho Man here. Then we hear from some of the WWF fans who talk where they'll be watching the big pay-per-view event. Then it's back to the ring for one more match here this week on Challenge Bam Bam Bigelow with Oliver Humperdinck taking on Terry Gibbs as we get an insert promo from Ravishing Rick Rude, who is already apparently looking past Jake Roberts in the first round talking about his potential match with one of the big men. In the quarterfinals, it could be Rick Rude versus Bam Bam Bigelow or the one-man gang. As the action gets going here, Gibbs going to briefly get the upper hand before Bigelow beeling Gibbs about 10 feet in the air and all the way across the ring, monster beal. And then it's a corner splash and a running diving headbutt by Bam Bam going to score the win one minute and 27 seconds. And it took him long enough finally selling the pay-per-view on potential dream matches, but they do it all episode long here on Wrestling Challenge. Could you imagine a healthy Bam Bam Bigelow versus Ravishing Rick Rude or even Jake Roberts for that matter? Wow, that would have been awesome. As we close out Wrestling Challenge this week, you remember I was talking about the alternating platform interviews with Andre and DiBiase and Hulk Hogan? Well, whichever one speaks to Craig DeGeorge up on the special interview stage, the opposite one gets to cut a promo backstage as we go off now to craig DeGeorge standing by with hulk hogan all right forget just around the corner folks this one is right on the block one week away sunday afternoon march 27th trump plaza hotel and casino and yes wrestlemania 4 is nearly upon us the great matches intercontinental title on the line tag team title the big battle royal celebrities the fanfare of WrestleMania 4 and of course the championship elimination tournament 14 contenders including this man of course Hulk Hogan looking mighty impressive one week away from his chance to become the undisputed World Wrestling Federation champion fans have come up to me Hulk talking about the changes in your behavior the almost maniacal behavior uh, well you know brother it's not maniacal behavior man it's the behavior becoming a maniac a star craving Hulkamaniac yeah brother oh yeah all the little hosters on the left all the little Hulksters on the right, man. We've trained and said our prayers and eaten our vitamins for four and a half long years. But Ted DiBiase, brother, as far as I'm concerned, you, Bobby the Weasel Heenan, the giant Virgil, when you started passing the cash around, you sold the rule book out too, brother. That's why the little Hulksters and myself have turned into stark raven maniacs. 
Now the tournament, of course, for you starts off with Andre the Giant. That's just the first match. You gotta win three to win the tournament. Well, you know, this isn't any fairy tale, man. Andre the Giant, Bobby Heenan sold you simply because he knew you could never beat me, brother. There's no beating stock to climb to run and hide from Hulkamania. You're gonna have to face me one-on-one. -on -one. And once those big wheels of Hulkamania start grinding you up, brother, after I slam you on the East Coast and create a fault line all up and down New Jersey, everybody after you that's in my way on the way to that belt is gonna be an aftershock, brother. What you gonna do, WrestleMania 4, when Hulkamania runs wild on you? All right, Hulk Hogan against Andre the Giant, second round of the big tournament at WrestleMania 4. So the Hulkster continuing to run down Andre the Giant, Ted DiBiase, you are aware, Hulk, that there are 11 more challengers awaiting you here in this upcoming tournament. But the Hulkster, nevertheless, promising to regain the WWF title at WrestleMania as we head on now to Primetime Wrestling for March the 21st. Hosted, as always, by Bobby the Brain Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon. But this week, a very special edition of Primetime Wrestling, not because of the day of the week, but rather because it's coming from Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, guys. And boy, do they shill the hell out of Trump Plaza here, promoting the casino and hotel. It starts off with Bobby Heenan getting out of his car, trying to get into the front door. We see everything from the car attendant to the doorman to the front desk lady to the hotel room, to the fine dining and the, the blackjack tables. Gorilla, I'm sure he felt at home there. And of course, the usual banter in between selling WrestleMania 4 and putting over Trump Plaza, the boardwalk, Atlantic City, New Jersey. A walking advertisement is this episode for Trump Plaza, I should mind you. As primetime goes on, we get some skits with Bobby Heenan in training for his big six-man tag team matchup. We see him exercising, lifting some weights. He's in the workout room. We see him running across the beach even getting a massage. Is Gorilla Monsoon actually going to take over for the masseuse, laying in the elbows to the spine of Bobby Heenan? A little bit of comedy there. Now, here's an interesting piece, because if you watch this on the Peacock or the WWE Network, or even go back and watch the old 24-7 version, the classics on demand, you'll note that there's a, clearly a segment missing earlier in the show, unless you have the original live recording. At some point, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon make a bet, a bet that Heenan clearly lost. And for the duration of the episode, they're going to continue to reference that bet. As Gorilla says, he won the coin flip, and now it appears Monsoon gets to decide what he will make Bobby Heenan do before the close of the program. And at the end of the program, Gorilla Monsoon, we see him seated in a boardwalk push cart. It's a little three-wheeler cart deal that someone pushes you around in as Bobby Heenan pops up behind him, and we learn that this is his punishment for losing the bet. He will have to push Gorilla Monsoon all along the boardwalk. As the closing credits begin to roll, we do see comedy ensue as the brain has to push Monsoon around without running into any of the tourists here. And this will be a scene that becomes commonplace in the new primetime wrestling intro we'd come to know and love over the next couple of years. So 
this memory going to stick around for quite a while. Now, in regards to exclusive matches here this week on Primetime, we have five of them for you, including three matches for taped back on March the 9th, Winston-Salem. It's the Killer Bees over the Conquistadors, six minutes, 50 seconds. The Bees going to don their own masks to fight fire with fire, defeat the Conquistadors there. Also, it's Greg the Hammer Valentine over Leaping Lanny Poffo with the figure four, three minutes and 52 seconds. And the Olympic strongman, Ken Patera, defeating Tom Stone, his kryptonite, the man that ripped his arm back last summer. The rematch finally taking place here. You know Kenny had to be extra careful here as he scores the win over Stone with the full Nelson. Match goes three minutes and 42 seconds. Also two matches taped back March the 8th in Bristol, Tennessee. Hercules over Cowboy Scott Casey with the torture rack. The match goes on, well, entirely too long for a squash, some six, seven minutes if I do recall. Also, it's the Junkyard Dog over the future Russian Brute. JYD scoring a win over George Petrasky here in four minutes' time with the old thump, the power slam. As we head off now to WrestleMania 4 weekend, guys, the final week of TV leading into the epic event, WrestleMania 4 just hours away, and it all starts with the superstars of wrestling from March the 26th, also taped back March 9th in Winston-Salem at the Coliseum. It's Vince McMahon and Jesse Ventura. And remember, guys, superstars typically aired on Saturday, so we're just about 24 hours away at this point, and I can't wait. And last week, it was the Birdman wrestling with the Bulldogs at ringside. Well, they're going to flip-flop here this week. It's Davy Boy and Dynamite in tag team competition with the Birdman. Coco Beware in their corner. They're going to take on the duo of Iron Mike Sharp and Bill Newkirk. As we see Coco standing ringside with Frankie on his shoulder, but the Matilda Perch also out here laying empty, but that's going to change. Tomorrow at WrestleMania, won't it, guys? As we get an insert promo here from Bobby the Brain Heenan, promising a big surprise now at WrestleMania for everyone involved in that six-man tag. As the action gets going here, Davey Boy Smith and Mike Sharp with a fun crisscross spot to begin things, leading to Smith clearing the ring of both heels at the end of that one. Then Bill Newkirk tagging in, finally, but he runs right into a Dynamite Kid snap suplex and then a folding back suplex from the kid as well. Davy Boy back in with his own delayed vertical suplex, a nasty pile driver, and a running power slam. Got to put everything down on Newkirk here, and he's down on the mat as Dynamite pressed high in the air by Davy Boy Smith, launching the kid into a diving headbutt on Newkirk. Going to give the Bulldogs the win, three minutes and 14 seconds. As we're off now to update, and Craig did George, as it's more WrestleMania 4 hype. In fact, it's all about the Battle Royal, as we learn it's going to be the Opening match at WrestleMania 4. As we hear a few promos here from some of the talent involved, including the Killer Bees, who say they are a buzzin'. And they're going to be stinging people so hard, everybody going to look like they have a bad case of the hives. But a completely different definition of hive, guys. We also hear from George the Animal Steel, who manages to utter out one word, Boardwalk! We also hear from the outlaw Ron Bass, who is coming for the win, and Bad News Brown warns everyone, all the other 19 men, there will be bad news at WrestleMania. Then from there, we hear a few more fans discuss where they plan to be watching the big event WrestleMania 4, and then it's back to the ring for the Mighty Hercules, with Bobby Heenan Herc going to take on David Studemeyer here this week, and it's pure power in this matchup. Hercules tossing Studemeyer over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes before dumping him across the top rope. From there, Hercules delivering a nasty backbreaker. And then it's the Torture Rack going to score the submission win. One minute and 50 seconds as the action rolls on. 
Jake the Snake Roberts stepping in the ring with Pete Sanchez. As we get an insert promo here from Ravishing Rick Rude, who admits that Jake, he is sly and cunning, and he may have the DDT. But at WrestleMania 4, the snake is in store for a rude awakening. As Vince McMahon responds, Ugh, revolting, pal. Vince McMahon finds Rick Rude sickening. And there's some irony in that. And then as the action gets going, Jake going to work the arm of Sanchez. Actually, quite a bit in this matchup, and Pete finally going to run into a nice clothesline from the Snake Man as Jake simply stands there after the clothesline and just simply looks around at the crowd, who then, in fact, erupt in hopes for the, yes, there it is, the DDT. What psychology here? Jake Roberts picking up the win. One minute and 48 seconds as we're off now to Mean Gene Oakland, standing by with the Honky Tonk Man. And then we'll hear from the other side, the challenger at WrestleMania, Brutus Beefcake. Come on in, Intercontinental. Oh, I don't coming in at all. Well, Everybody saw it last week. They saw last week how you tried to interfere, Brutus and Barber. All you got to do is say you're going to do a little cutting on the honky-tonk man, and you see what it does to me. But uh, not this weekend. It's not going to happen. The greatest Intercontinental heavyweight champion will go in and defend his title just like he's supposed to. And when it's all over, I'm going to sing my song uninterrupted this time. You're not going to get this belt from me, Brutus, and you're not. Y'all say it to you loud and clear. You are not going to cut my hair. Nobody's touching my hair. It takes me at least two hours to get it in this position, and nobody's going to mess it up. Not you, Brutus. Not anybody. Not the people from the WWF. Not even my fans are going to touch my hair. Not this Sunday. WrestleMania 4, the belt stays where it belongs, around my waist. I know why you're upset. You why? heard that Gladys Knight of the Pips are going to sing. They're going to sing America the Beautiful. That should be my spot in WrestleMania. That should be my song. Come By on, the way, for the record, gentlemen, earlier on, I spoke with Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> okay, dog man, though I detect a few sour notes coming out of your mouth, boy, let me tell you something. When I get done taking your title, when I get done taking your hair, I'm going to do a little hit record cutting of my own. Only I'm going to cut my album right in the ring. And you are going to be the one man right on the label, baby. <laughs> you know, outside of that interruption, so to speak, last weekend, Honky Tonk is really deathly afraid of the fact that you might cut off his duck tail. Yeah, that duck tail, well, he better be a little bit more worried. I might cut his whole head off. So Honky Tonk still protesting the barber. Meanwhile, Beefcake planning to cut his own album, if you will, at WrestleMania. We also hear from Bob Euchre once again, this time with Mean Gene Oakland. Euchre claims to be good friends with Andre the Giant. Talks about skiing with Andre in Grenoble, Germany. Mean Gene correcting him, uh, that's France, Bob. Maybe not the best of friends, but I had to chuckle at trying to envision Andre the Giant skiing. Somebody photoshopped that one for me. As we head back to the ring, tag team action. Going to see Axe and Smash of Demolition, along with manager Mr. Fuji, taking on the team of Mike Richards and Mark Young. And right away, we get an insert promo from the tag champs, Strike Force. They say if Demolition think they're going to walk into WrestleMania and just take the titles from them, they've got another thing coming. Arriba! And then back to the action, Demolition mauling poor Mike Richards to start off. Double axe handles by both Axe and Smash, driving Richards down into the mat. Mark Young then got a tag in, catching Axe with a nice dropkick, but runs into a boot in the corner. And down goes Young, and he quickly, wisely makes the tag back to Richards who's met with a stiff clothesline from Smash, and then it's a hot shot across the top rope before the demolition decapitation going to end Mike Richards' night, 2 minutes and 16 seconds. As we're off now to Mean Gene Oakland one more time, 
He's going to be talking to the one-man gang along with manager Slick. We're also going to hear from the natural Butch Reed, and those promos are going to sandwich an interview with Bam Bam Bigelow. You know about the tremendous card for WrestleMania 4. Come on in, Slick. It's going to be the one-man gang facing Bam Bam Bigelow in the elimination to establish the undisputed World Wrestling Federation champion. And the only thing I can say for you, Bam Bam Bigelow, it would probably be just good if you just give up now and save yourself a beating. Well, I don't know about that. I will tell you this, Slick and one-man gang. Earlier on, I had an opportunity to talk to Bam Bam Bigelow and manager Oliver Humperdinck. This is the weekend everybody's talking about WrestleMania 4, and who have we got in the first round of competition for the WWF title? Mr. One-Man Gang. Well, Mr. One-Man Gang, this is where your party ends. It's right in your old backyard in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Pam Pam. Gang, your history! You're going down, you too slick. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a big one, and what a fantastic card, WrestleMania 4. The weekend is here. It won't be long now. Oh, it's just around the corner. <laughs> Another of the matches in the elimination tournament for the undisputed World Wrestling Federation heavyweight crowd, Butch Reed, the natural. Slick is going to be facing the macho man, Randy Savage. Well, let me tell you some mess of a man, Randy Savage. You and that little bony leg woman of yours ought to just take a hike out of town right now and save yourself the embarrassment of getting these big guns upside your big head. What about a natural, Butch Reed? Well, the man just told it just like it is, you understand? Macho man, like like I told you before, boy, you're going to find out what it's really like to be a macho man. But you're really going to find out what it's really like to be a beat-up man. All right, so One Man Gang thinks Bam Bam should just give up now, save himself the humiliation and losing at WrestleMania. Meanwhile, naturally, the babyface Bam Bam Bigelow feels the opposite's going to happen at WrestleMania. They even managed to squeeze in a nice natural promo at the end of this one, so getting everybody ready. Butch Reed ready for the Macho Man. As next, it's another Vanna White vignette, and then back to the ring for Ho! Hacksaw Jim Duggan taking on Tom Stone as he gets a super ovation here. Duggan, that is, not Stone. Lots of hoes from the crowd as Duggan is mega over here in Winston-Salem as Vince even thinks that Duggan has to be one of the odds-on favorites to become the next WWF champion as Jesse Ventura scoffs at the idea. He goes so far as to say why he'd come out of retirement if Jim Duggan won the belt because he'd be a disgrace as WWF champion. Jesse Ventura and Jim Duggan. Sounds awesome on paper. Don't know that I'd really care for it in the ring. As the action gets going here, basic stuff from Jim Duggan leading to that three-point stance and that leaping clothesline going to put Stone away in just two minutes flat. As we head off now to a special interview. Remember last week it was Hulk Hogan on Superstars. So this week... Craig DeGeorge going to be talking with the Million Dollar Man and Andre the Giant, their final platform interview before the big event. Ladies and gentlemen, forget about the weeks, forget about the days, time to focus in now on the hours and remaining minutes to the big one this Sunday, WrestleMania 4. Let's talk first about the championship elimination tournament, Andre the Giant. It starts off with Hulk Hogan for you in the quarterfinals of the second round. You know, Kogan, we're going to start to run number two. And that will be all for you, Andre. Because this is my job. I get paid for this man who will become the next world anyway champion. And that's why you pay me to come in West Virginia for. 
to bet you are for that tournament, Hulk Hogan. You're never gonna make it to one four. And you know what, Hulk Hogan? I love it. Because with all those two big suitcases he come, and with all those millions of them, after the match, I will take a cruise all over the world for one year, and I'll enjoy all that money. And you, Hulk Hogan, who are you going to be? You're going to be only the ex-champion of Hogan. Ted DiBiase, the waiting is over. WrestleMania 4 is here for you too. Let me tell you something, little man. I have been a very patient, patient individual, only because I can afford to be patient. I have withstood the sleazy politics of the World Wrestling Federation and Jack Tunney. I have withstood the undermining low-life tricks of Hulk Hogan trying to save face, trying to save himself, and trying to save Hulkamania. But the truth is this, Hogan, that on Sunday, March the 27th, and the time is ticking away very rapidly, you will be beaten, not the first, not the second time, but the third consecutive time by this man right here. And with that defeat, Hogan, Hulkamania will die. And then, and then, Hogan, and then I will go on to my destiny of being the undisputed World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. As Andre warns Hulk Hogan and tells everyone that Ted DiBiase will in fact be the next WWF Champion, though they still haven't explained what they have planned. DiBiase says Hulkamania will die when Hogan takes on Andre in the quarterfinals and the Million Dollar Man vowing to be the next champion. So they definitely have something in store, something planned here by these two leading into the pay-per-view. And speaking of, we head off now to our final WrestleMania 4 report. Oh, hi again, everybody. Gene Okun here. It is WrestleMania weekend. Hallelujah. It's WrestleMania weekend. This Sunday afternoon in Atlantic City, the biggest wrestling spectacular of all time explodes. Tremendous talent from top to bottom. A lot of talk about the gigantic elimination tournament to establish the undisputed World Wrestling Federation champion. 14 of the very best contenders are going to be involved in this one. This extravaganza. By the way, to present the World Wrestling Federation title to the winner, the host of the Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, I could only be talking about Robin Leach. I'm Robin Leach, and the Rich and Famous will all turn out Sunday afternoon at Trump Plaza for WrestleMania 4, and I will be there to present this gold-encrusted belt to the new world champion. Join us! Recently, in ceremonies conducted at Trump Towers in New York City, World Wrestling Federation President, the distinguished Jack Tunney, turned over the World Wrestling Federation Championship to the real estate empresario Donald Trump, who coincidentally will be our host at Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City this weekend for WrestleMania 4. All right, first round matches in the elimination tournament. In one bracket, Hacksaw Jim Duggan meets the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Don the Rock Morocco to go against Canadian strongman Eno Bravo. Another bracket and a couple of very interesting matchups. Greg the Hammer Valentine 
squares off against Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat. This Sunday afternoon is my opportunity, Hammer, to be the World Wrestling Federation champion, and you are standing in the way. Watch out, you get burned. The winner of the Steamboat Valentine matchup will be facing in the same bracket the winner of Randy Macho Man Savage and the natural Butchery. In the final bracket, in the first round, Big Man, Big Mac. Pam Pam Bigelow to meet the one-man gang. Pam Pam Bigelow is with manager Oliver Humperdinck and their coming. Things are really heating up as we approach Sunday afternoon's WrestleMania 4. It's like you got yourself a first-class ticket on that 747. You're going down in flames. The winner of the Bam Bam Bigelow one-man gang match will be facing the winner of the match between Ravishing Rick Rude and Jake the Snake Roberts, don't forget, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, to meet in the very first match in round number two of the Elimination Tournament to establish once and for all the World Wrestling Federation Champion this weekend in Atlantic City for WrestleMania Four. By the way, Intercontinental Champ Honky Tonk Man to defend this weekend in WrestleMania 4 against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Tag team champions are Strikeforce. Tito Santana, Rick Martel will be facing the awesome demolition. Earlier, we saw the British Bulldogs accompanied by Coco Beware. This weekend in Atlantic City, their opponents will be the Islanders and Bobby the Brain Heenan. You know, Bulldogs, you had me a little concerned. You never really had me shook up, but you had me a little concerned when I heard that rabid flea-infested attack dog was going to be back on the scene and was going through special training. And Frankie, that vulture was going to hover above. But I kicked the brain into high gear. The brain started thinking, well, I came up with something, something big. And gentlemen, do we have anything to worry about? <laughs> Concerned, apprehensive, Bobby, the brain, Heenan, and the Islanders, and well, they should be for the big one at WrestleMania 4 this Sunday afternoon. Rounding out the action, a one-on-one -on -one matchup. A couple of strong men, very strong men, the mighty Hercules to meet the ultimate warrior. Warrior, time is growing short. The hour of reckoning is at hand. With every second of every minute, of every hour, of every day that passes, draws us closer to the ultimate confrontation. And with that, the inevitable, your ultimate doom, warrior. Only one man can be called the true warrior. WrestleMania 4, I will prevail. The mighty Hercules will prevail. Ah, the heavens have opened up from above, and the warriors have spoken, Hercules. It's time for you to pay the price. I broke the link in the chain. The next link in the evolution of the ultimate warrior is for you to step into the darkness where only your instincts can get you by. Can you handle the ultimate challenge, Hercules, the ultimate warrior? You will feel the full power of the ultimate warrior, WrestleMania 4! Plus, the celebrities are going to be part of WrestleMania 4 this weekend from Atlantic City. Guest ring announcer, Mr. Baseball, Bob Uecker the official presenter of the World Wrestling Federation Championship from the lifestyles of the rich and famous, Robin Leach. Don't forget, guest timekeeper, Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White, and kicking it all off this weekend, Gladys Knight and the Pips, America the Beautiful, all to be part of WrestleMania 4. Gladys Knight and the Pips with so many hits, and they've got another one they could add to their list, and that's WrestleMania 4. There will absolutely be no home television for WrestleMania 4. It will only be available on closed circuit or on a pay-per-view basis. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a once 
in a lifetime spectacular. We've talked about WrestleMania's one, two, three, and WrestleMania four happens this Sunday afternoon from Atlantic City. One way or another, we want you to be part of it because it is going to be something else. I'll see you at WrestleMania four. I'm Gene Okerlund. All right, guys, we heard from Robin Leach, the Dragon, Ricky Steamboat, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bobby Heenan and his Islanders. Bobby, he says he came up with something big, a big surprise at WrestleMania in that six-man tag team matchup. We also heard from the mighty Hercules. Hercules says he's the true warrior here in the WWF. It's going to be ultimate doom for UW. Hercules will prevail. And then we hear from the opposite end, the warrior himself. He says the next link in the chain that he plans to snap is the mighty Hercules. The only way through the battle is going to be instinct. And it all goes down at WrestleMania 4! righty, Back to the ring. One more match this week on Superstars. Going to pit the Macho Man Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth. Savage going to be taking on Terry Gibbs here this week. As we get an insert promo here from the lovely Liz, who expects WrestleMania to be the thrill of their lives. Boy, you don't know how right you are, Liz. Is Terry Gibbs going to take over early in the matchup, going to Macho's eyes and landing a nice double axe handle off the middle rope? But the Macho Man has enough and tosses Gibbs, flings him over the top rope to the outside. And then once back in the ring, Gibbs going to try to go up top, but he's slammed off into the middle of the ring. Savage then landing a nice clothesline. And it's the flying elbow off the top, going to give the Macho Man one more win leading into the pay-per-view. Match goes one minute and 33 seconds as we head off now to Craig DeGeorge, standing by backstage with the former WWF champion, Hulk Hogan. Let's talk about the championship elimination tournament. Great pleasure to talk with this man, of course, Hulk Hogan. As he goes for the undisputed World Wrestling Federation Championship, along with 13 other contenders at the Trump Plaza WrestleMania 4. Well, you know what's different about this back, brother, than any other back in the world, Jack? What's different, Oster? The largest back in the world has never been pinned for a one, two, three count. Under the Giants! Fee, five, four, fum! You stinky giant! Here I come, brother! WrestleMania! Fresh out of the gate, you and me, one-on-one. -on -one. When I get the giant in the launch position and I slam him through Trump Plaza, brother, Donald Trump is going to shake in his seat, brother, because everyone else after Andre the Giant is going to get mowed down by the big wheels of Hulkamania, the multi-million dollar man, the golden goose, the one that laid the rotten egg, brother. Your investment in Andre the Giant is going right down the toilet. You're going to have to work for a living to get the world Federation heavyweight title. You're going to have to face me in a one-on-one -on -one situation, brother, with all my Hulkamaniacs. 18,000 plus millions around the world watching. The deck is going to be stacked against you. I'm going to absorb every bit of energy from my little Hulksters, and then I'm going to bankrupt you. So the Hulkster's still living on it here. He swears he's never been pinned in your whole career, Hulk. Promising that Andre will go down and DiBiase will go bankrupt. As we continue on, our final piece of syndicated TV here leading into the pay-per-view just hours away. Now, Wrestling Challenge in my market aired on Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. So by the time it ended at noon, we were four hours away from the big event, and you better believe I was hyped. As it's off to Wrestling Challenge March the 27th, tape back March 8th in Bristol, Tennessee, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon on commentary. 
as they once again remind us that this Sunday, and in many markets today, is indeed WrestleMania. As we're off to the ring for Brutus the Barber Beefcake, taking on Dave Wagner, we get an insert promo from Jimmy Hart and the Honky Tonk Man, naturally. Is Brutai going to strut early on in the matchup, eventually going to lock in that sleeper hold, score the win in two minutes and 32 seconds, and then a little cutting follows on poor Dave Wagner from Brother Brutai as he's getting ready for his IC title shot at WrestleMania. From there, it's off to a special report, more WrestleMania 4 talk. Craig DeGeorge going to have interviews with the Doctor of Style Slick and the natural Butch Reed. They talk about their pending match with the Macho Man. We also hear from the opposite side, Randy Savage as well. And of course, Robin Leach going to talk one more time about that WWF Championship gold leading into the big event. And then from there, more of Vanna White. Uh, this time, though, no dress. Vanna wondering what she's going to wear in past vignettes. This week, she's not so concerned. Vanna actually chilling in, I, I think it was a pair of jeans and just a around-the-house T-shirt. Vanna hanging out on her couch, looking cozy, waiting for the big event. And then it's back to the ring for Ravishing Rick Rude with manager Bobby Heenan. Rude taking on Leaping Lanny Poffo. As we get an insert promo here from Jake the Snake Roberts, who reminds Rude that the match they have upcoming in the first round, this is no dancing or body contest, Rick. This is going to be an all-out brawl. No, Rick, how silly of you. This is no body contest. We'll save that for Royal Rumble 89. And before the action gets going here, Lanny Poffo with a special WrestleMania 4 poem to start. And that's about as close as you're going to get to the pay-per-view, Lanny. As then from there, it's Rick Rude's turn on the mic as he tells the fat, ugly Tennessee toddlers to shut their mouths while he shows the ladies the meaning of heaven on earth. As the action gets going here, fun spot. Rick Rude no-selling all of Lanny's offense. Lots of punches to the abdomen. That rock-hard abs of ravishing Rick no-selling Lanny's punches. So what does Poffo do? He blasts Rick across the mouth. Something he has to sell. Great pop there from the fans. And just a fun spot all around. Can't hurt his abs, so go to the face. That worked. As Lanny, however, running into a Rick Rude knee to the gut and the Ravishing One with a fist drop off the top rope before locking in that Rude Awakening Neckbreaker. Going to score Rick Rude the win, 1 minute and 34 seconds, as we are off now to Mean Gene Okerlund, standing by with the trio of the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware. All right, this Sunday afternoon at WrestleMania 4, the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware are going to be facing Bobby Heenan and the Islanders. It's also going to be the return of Matilda. You've got to be happy about that, Frankie. That's right, me, Gene. I want to tell you one thing, Heenan. You stole my bird, brother, but I got him back, brother. Matilda's back. Isn't that right, Bulldog? That's right, Matilda's first time back into WrestleMania 4. And Bobby Heenan, you better beware on you two Islanders. All right, Dynamite Kid, a big one for you this Sunday afternoon. That's right, Matilda's been going undergoing special training. Islanders, Weasel, you're going to pay WrestleMania 4. By the way, gentlemen... All right, and that promo concluded with a Matilda video, special tribute to Matilda the Bulldog returning at WrestleMania later today. In fact, guys, I made my own Matilda Returns video. You guys can go check that out at youtube.com slash wrestling grenade set to the tune of Together, the Macho Man and Liz's wedding song. Hey, what can I say? I had a few minutes of spare time. As uh, we head back to the ring for tag team action, Strike Force tag team champions taking on the duo of Barry Horowitz and Terry Gibbs. As we get another insert promo from Demolition here who plan to maim Strike Force as they promise it's going to be war at WrestleMania. There will be pain, Axe promises, but the pain will be put on Strike Force. And then back to the action. Bobby Heenan going to step aside during commentary here 
to conduct what he calls important business. wonder what he means. Uh, back to the action. Strikeforce controlling most of this matchup. The heels do get a little offense in here on Tito Santana, but Tito going to stagger over to the corner. Tag-in partner Rick Martell, who comes in a house of fire on Terry Gibbs. Martell going to tag back to Tito, shoot Gibbs into the ropes, and Tito on the rebound, landing that flying forearm, knocking Gibbs into next week, giving Strikeforce the win. One final win leading into the big pay-per-view. Match goes two minutes and 42 seconds. The champions look as ready as they can be to take on Demolition. As we head off now, well, well, we were wondering why Bobby Heenan left commentary. Well, apparently he's standing by right now with Mean Gene Oakland, Bobby Heenan, and his Islanders. All right, this Sunday afternoon from Atlantic City, Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, ladies and gentlemen, you know it's going to be WrestleMania 4, the wrestling spectacular of the year. All of the tickets are gone in Atlantic City. However, you can join us at a closed circuit location near you or in the comfort of your own home on a pay-per-view basis for WrestleMania 4. The big elimination tournament to establish the undisputed World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champ, the celebrities, Vanna White, Robin Leach, Mr. Baseball, Gladys Knight and the Pips kicking it all off with America the Beautiful Bobby Heenan. Come on in. I just recently saw a very touching piece on Matilda, who is the mascot for the British Bulldog, and this Sunday afternoon... Don't give money. me... That Don't give me that garbage about some sentimental puppy, some nice little house pet, some beautiful music like you hear in an elevator. That's nothing but some attack dog. That's not Matilda you saw in that thing. That's the old Matilda. I know what they're going to do. The Matilda they got now, and gentlemen, we know this, has been trained to tear me apart, has been trained to rip my legs, tear at the best side of me, take me out back there by the Atlantic Ocean and bury me in the sand. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. You wouldn't be a bit surprised. Then they got some diseased bird that's going to be on a pedestal. How can you go into a match and wrestle three people? That bird's not sick. That bird's as sick as the three people that are in that ring across from us. Now, if you think that dog is going to tear me up, bite me, rip the flesh from my body, and then that bird's going to circle overhead like some dirty buzzard, you're badly mistaken. I've got my islanders here. And if you think Matilda had it bad the last time, which we know nothing about, but if you think she suffered, lost weight, missed a meal, maybe was whipped a little bit, while you think what'll happen if she makes one move towards me and that bird could be featherless. Don't you dare miss a six-man tag islanders. Bobby Heenan and Coco beware and the British Bulldogs this Sunday afternoon. So Heenan supposedly left commentary for uh, this promo as he has a big surprise in store. Bobby just beginning to sell this big surprise over the last week leading into the pay-per-view. A big surprise for the British Bulldogs, Coco Beware, and possibly even Matilda. Is the brain upset that Matilda, she got her own video earlier here on the show. He can't believe it. Says she's nothing more than an attack dog. Bobby Heenan then going to send out a warning for Matilda and Frankie at WrestleMania 4 as we head back to the ring for The Rock. Don Morocco back with superstar Billy Graham this week. Don Morocco taking on Bill Newkirk here. So the music and the manager have returned for Don Morocco, who went managerless here for the last month. Looks like Billy Graham is back again, kind of getting around ringside. We get an insert promo during the matchup from Dino Bravo, Don Morocco's opponent in the first round. As the match goes on, we're going to see The Rock land a belly-to-belly suplex and the Tombstone pile driver, giving Morocco the win. One minute and 50 seconds, and boy, does Don and his hoses look ready for WrestleMania. As the action continues on here, Wrestling Challenge, Greg the Hammer Valentine with manager Jimmy Hart 
the Hammer taking on Brady Boone as we get an insert promo from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Way to finally show up, Ricky. They finally give this match just a little build in a matter of days and hours before the pay-per-view. Kudos, Vince. As the Dragon says, Greg's offense never changes. It's slow and predictable. Wow, tell it like it is, Ricky. He says Greg Valentine going to enter the Dragon's Lair at WrestleMania 4. As the action gets going here, no intro, straight to the matchup. Brady Boone avoiding a charge in the corner and follows that up with a, a double backflip. Pretty, but no offense to follow that, as Gorilla Monsoon even says, that won't win you any matches, Boone. So he busts out a double handspring, double backflip, landing on his feet, of course, stuck the landing, but he doesn't do anything. And then he runs right into a hammer clothesline, which sends Boone for a backflip bump, great bump anyway, landing almost on his head. Valentine then busting out that lazy man suit play, where he kind of just drops the guy, doesn't fall with him, and a nasty shoulder breaker, a la Bob Roop, as Brady Boone tries to make a comeback, missing a charge in the corner, but he actually goes crotch first on the top rope. Imagine trying to do a, a Bronco Buster, if you will, on the top rope. Valentine out of the way, Boone taking a nasty bump, as you might imagine, and then the hammer going to capitalize with a top rope forearm shot, knocking Boone down on the mat, and then the figure four leg lock, going to score the hammer the win. Three minutes and 23 seconds. Valentine looks ready for the Dragon at WrestleMania. As we head off now to our final special interview before the big pay-per-view, Craig DeGeorge up on the platform with Hulk Hogan. says there's one thing the million dollar man can't buy and that's destiny dude hulk talks slamming andre the giant at wrestlemania breaking the fault line says everything gonna be crashing to the ocean floor brother hulkster though he will swim to the bottom of the sea to pin his next two opponents and leave the wwf champion what you gonna do 
Hogan going to elaborate a little more on this story, this promo at WrestleMania itself. So stay tuned for that. As we get another vignette with Bob Euchre and Mean Gene Oakland. Uke looking to be in the front row at WrestleMania. Going to get a whole lot more than that in store for you, Uke. And then it's a replay of the Superstars WrestleMania report. And then the final match we see on TV leading into the pay-per-view. Going to feature one Hacksaw Jim Duggan taking on Brian Costello. And we get an insert promo here from Duggan, who warns Theodore DiBiase not to overlook Hacksaw. Tough guy. As Costello going to jump Duggan to begin the match, but that doesn't last too long. Hacksaw with a Oklahoma stampede. Shout out to good friend Dr. Death there. And the old glory knee drop going to set him up for the three-point stance and the leaping clothesline going to give Hacksaw the win leading into the big one. Duggan goes over one minute and 42 seconds. And right now we go off to our final soundbite here this week on the grenade. We're going to hear from Andre the Giant and the Million Dollar Man. All right, the hours are dwindling down this weekend. A big one for the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, WrestleMania 4. No home television. As you know, all the tickets are gone, but you can see it on a pay-per-view basis and certainly on all of the great closed-circuit locations in and around the country and right near you. We know we will see the undisputed World Wrestling Federation champion, and let's talk about that right now. Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man, Andre the Giant, eighth one of the world, Virgil involved in the championship elimination tournament. 14 contenders for you. It starts off with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And it will end with me because you are looking at the new World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You are stepping into the ring and completely out of your class. And I am going to go on right to the top. I'm going to do what I said I would do the first day I set foot in the World Wrestling Federation. I will wear that gold belt. I have been a very patient man because I can afford to be. And I have done what has never been done in four and a half years in the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, I had a lot of big help, the biggest help that money can buy, but I was smart enough to utilize this man and my money and get the job done. What am I talking about? I'm talking about you, Hulk Hogan. After four and a half years, you don't wear the gold championship belt. You're a beaten man. You're a frustrated man. And all those little hulkamorons out there, all those little kids that looked up to you, they have no faith in you anymore because you're not a winner anymore. You're a loser. And time is running out. This Sunday afternoon at Trump Plaza, March the 27th, and it's coming right around the corner, and the time is ticking away, and Hulkamania will be dead for good. Tell him, Andre, Hulkamania will be dead, and we will start giant to mania, Hogan. You are finished. Second one in the beard for you. <laughs> we make it all the way to the fourth one, Hogan. I got millions of reasons to do it. Well, the time for talking is done. We've heard everything they could possibly say, and then some. Hulk Hogan, Ted DiBiase, Andre the Giant, they all sound ready for those big matches upcoming at WrestleMania, the big, the big WWF Championship Tournament right around the corner. In fact, it's next week right here on The Grenade, and right now is where I would throw to the final edition of Primetime Wrestling. However... Since we're coming out of WrestleMania here, the March 28th or 29th edition, somewhere in there, this week's edition of Primetime Wrestling, now of course it airs right after WrestleMania 4, and thus it's a Best of TNT episode, a Best of Tuesday Night Titans hosted by Vince McMahon and Lord Alfred Hayes as they go back in time and look at various clips from the old TNT show. So, with that said, we're done, guys. We're closing up shop here this week. Episode 121 in the books. When we return with episode 122, 
we begin WrestleMania 4. That's right, guys. It's the Wrestling Memory Grenades WrestleMania 4 review. And it all begins with part one. Lots of special guests coming on to talk about the event, including WrestleCopia's own Jamie Ward, who was actually at WrestleMania 4 and 5. Jamie going to talk about his firsthand memories of being there. Some of the things that he recalls. It's going to be very cool to get a firsthand experience from the man himself, Jamie Ward. Also got a couple other guests coming on to talk about the big event. And next week, we're going to talk about everything leading into the big pay-per-view. Some behind-the-scenes notes. Coliseum Video going to get things going. Lots of sound bites in store. Jim Crockett running the first-ever Clash of the Champions up against WrestleMania. Then from there, we're going to kick off the show. Gladys Knight in the building, but where's her pips? Was WrestleMania 4 really at Trump Plaza? Spoiler alert. No, it wasn't. And we'll talk about that and so much more. Then from there, we're going to kick off the show, of course, with the big 20-man Battle Royal. Going to bring in a special guest to cover that one. Also going to be taking a look at the entire first round of the WWF Championship Tournament. And then from there, the Ultimate Warrior battles the Mighty Hercules in a grudge match. All of that and so much more right here next week on The Grenade as WrestleMania 4, The Review, begins. And until then, just a quick reminder, guys, to go listen to all the great shows here at WrestleCopia, including the Wrestling Memory Grenade, but also the Regional Wrestling Podcast, the Wrestling Stoop with the legend himself, Bob Roop, Barry Rose and Captain Nick Massey, and their Glory Days Grapple Concast, and coming very soon, the Professor of Pearl Resu, Dan Janetti, bringing to you his Pearl Wrestling Academy podcast covering the entire history of Japanese professional wrestling in the English language. And hey guys, if you get the opportunity, go on and check out Luke Jennings and his Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast. Luke goes back right now. He's in the spring of 1984, back in Jerry Jarrett Promotions. You don't want to miss that. And you can listen to all those shows as part of the WrestleCopia Podcast Network, located over at WrestleCopia.com, and all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Also, be sure to follow me on X, formerly Twitter, at Wrestling Grenade. That's at R-A-S-S-L-I-N Grenade. Follow and like me, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And subscribe to YouTube.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And last but not least, guys, so many gifts for that $5 all-access tier over at Patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. That address again, Patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. Everything from the digital downloads to the early access to the exclusive watch-alongs and video casts coming very soon. You get all of that for just five bucks, guys. No subscription. Cancel anytime. Give it a try. And I greatly appreciate your support in helping me pay the bills to keep the WrestleCopia Podcast Network and all the great shows here thriving. Now, with all of that said and out of the way, time to wrap things up here this week. But we will be back next week as we begin the WrestleMania 4 review. And I can't wait. But until then, this is Ray Russell saying, from pillar to post and coast to coast, you pull the pin and I'll pick up the pieces right here on the Wrestling Memory Grenade. I'll see you next week. Don't miss it. Be there! Ladies and gentlemen, this is a once 
in a lifetime spectacular. We've talked about WrestleMania's one, two, three, and WrestleMania four happens this Sunday afternoon from Atlantic City. One way or another, we want you to be part of it because it is going to be something else. I'll see you at WrestleMania four. I'm Gene Okerlund.